0: It's time for Cox and
1: Grendor in the morning.
0: In the morning. We got the log, 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 log before our recording studio Recording. Like the
1: app up to from in the morning.
0: Hello everybody, welcome back to Cox and Grendor in the morning.
1: Dude. Hello. <laughs> yes hi greetings salutations oh god not this again bonjour (laughs) bonjour mon ami (laughs) we're Um, basically
0: (laughs) uh gambit
1: from (laughs) x-men
0: bonjour mon ami i'm gonna throw a card at you
1: i'm that's not an accent i don't know what i don't know what that was i got you in my back pocket
0: I'm gonna throw curd cheese, mon Me. That's how he got rogue. He got rogue with a voice like that. I remember the animated show. She yeah. was like, "Oh, mon cher," and he's like, "Mon ami."
1: sounded like Sesame Street. <laughs> oh, Kirby. Kermit the Frog here, and I oh, am Kirby. going to talk to you about bonjour, mon ami. Ah, bonjour, your mon ami, Oh my. <laughs> 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 now that is quality That's entertainment. That's HBO uh, After Dark. Uh, it's Sesame Street. <laughs> Sesame Street <laughs> After Dark.
0: They do on the rights. They can do whatever they want with Don't those characters. Don't go on the
1: streets after dark, kids. Alright? Gets a little yeah. crazy out there.
0: Kermit's dressed as a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Piggy's on his arm like, Oh, look at this job! <laughs> what were you going to say before we went on that tangent? Oh, yeah.
1: I was going to say... Before we started this podcast, I was going to be like, yeah, I'm hip with the kids. But then I realized that I don't think I've ever been hip with the kids, even when I was a kid. Uh,
0: Yeah, I don't know. Wait, why would you
1: say that? Even you know that's a lie. Yeah. Even when I was a kid, I wasn't hip with the kids. And now I'm old. I'm definitely not hip with the kids. I'm not like old. It's not like those people like, oh my God, I'm so old. I have like a wrinkle. But you know, Uh I like going to Ikea. And I like buying steam cleaners.
0: Yeah. Wait, but where is this going? What is, what is the point of this? I don't know. There was no point. Wait, so what were you talking about beforehand?
1: I don't know. What was I talking about?
0: What the hell? <laughs> I don't know. All
1: right. I was just Sure. This is just a thing I thought of.
0: Speaking of old people. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday. Oh, my God. So I'm running late to go do the role play uh, podcast that we do. And... I was like, oh, my God, I have to stop and get gas. All right, I'll make a really quick stop at this gas station that's on the way. It'll be fine. No one's ever at this gas station. It'll be okay. Right. I forget that the only time I ever go to this gas station is when it's like either early, early morning or nighttime, not 1130 or 1230 in the afternoon on a Saturday. Right. If anything, it is the absolute worst time to go get gas.
1: Oh, yeah, that's terrible.
0: Everyone was there. It was terrible. So. I see this old lady, and it looks like she's wrapping up, and she's almost done. So I pull in behind her. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, cool. This will be this will be easy. And I just wait patiently, just listen to some music. A minute goes by, and then two minutes, and then three minutes. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> she is trying to figure out how to put the credit card in the machine. She can't do it. What? She can't figure it out.
1: How can you not figure out how to put a credit card in?
0: I don't. She, like, was trying to do it, and then nothing happened and she looked at it funny and then she looked at her credit card. She tried it again and then she got another credit card and I figured, oh, well, maybe she's just, like, overdrawn or maybe there's something wrong. Then she starts banging on the machine. I'm like, oh my god, did I get behind a broken machine? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Apparently, I, I, I open the door and I go out to go look and it looks like it's functioning and I walk up to her. I'm like, ma'am, can I help you? And she looks at me dead in the eyes and is like, mind your own business! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and I turn around to go back to my car, and as I do, another car pulls up behind me. Now, mind you, this is a gas station with multiple cars waiting for this lady to get through because she's holding up everyone. Right. Even turning in is now held up. hmm So there's a guy behind me, and the guy behind me looks like his name is probably Chip Chippington. <laughs> he is just...
1: He's the one that's the in Vegas she- with his, like, four models.
0: Of course. He looks he looks like a douchebag. He has his shades, but they're on backwards.
1: you right. You
0: know that like where they're <laughs> yeah. hanging down. But yeah, he has that and he has like a pop collar and he's in his Audi R8 or whatever the hell that mm-hmm. sports car Audi is. And he's like looking at me and I'm just waiting there. The fuck, bro? Patiently waiting. I get back the fuck, in the car. Bro? I swear to God. He looked at me like, what you doing? What's happening right now? <laughs> and so I, I get back in the car and I sit there. Five more minutes goes by. <laughs> But I can't leave because I'm stuck. There's a guy behind me, so I can't leave. And then he starts honking at me like I have any control over the situation. And then the lady, the old lady, starts screaming at the guy. And so the guy starts screaming at the old lady, and I'm just sitting there in between them like, God, if there is a God and you are merciful, you will blow this gas station up and just kill us all. You'll end this right now. (laughs) There'll be a freak accident, and we will all just explode. (laughs) What happened? uh, Eventually, she, like, went inside, paid the attendant in cash, and just pumped the gas. It took her that
1: long to do it?
0: I'm aware. (laughs) And then uh, she left, and then I got gas, and the guy behind me the entire time was blasting, like, I want to say Hootie and the Blowfish. I don't know what the hell he was playing, (laughs) but it was loud, and he was very, like, angrily hand- pumping along to it as he stared me down the entire time. And I finally got back in my car and kept driving and was like, that was the most unnecessary, <laughs> terrible experience I've ever had. None of that needed to happen. Everyone's just, they were all just assholes. Yeah, And i it hit me like, what could have caused an old lady like that to become an ass? And then it, I slowly realized she probably, much like that guy behind me, was an ass the entire time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Eventually you hit old age where it's like, Life beats you down enough that you're just like, F it. I'm going to be mean to everyone. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'd hit old age and be like, I'm going to be the one who hits on all the other old ladies and goes to the grocery store and steals batteries. Yeah. And it's
1: Splendid. like, what are you going to do?
0: Arrest me? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I'd be the one who, who uh, gets like a hover around and like <laughs> puts on my shades and zooms around town. No, And no, like, no, gives, no.
1: Like, no, you gotta get gotta get a golf cart. Oh my god, even better. <laughs> yeah, you just drive around a golf cart. Like does that guy even golf? Like I don't, I don't think so. Oh. He doesn't have any golf clubs with.
0: I can't, I can't wait to be. Don't give a shit old. Like I'm gonna <laughs> get shorts first. I want to have old man legs, like creepy old man legs, yeah. and then I'm gonna get the, the like. Shortest shorts I can find and always <laughs> wear those. And so people have to look at my old man legs. And then I'm gonna go to the gym and walk around naked the entire time because <laughs> apparently the that's the up. way Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna like blow dry my nuts in front of people <laughs> and be like, What's going on, Phil? And some other old guy's gonna be like, not much, and he's like a towel between his junk and he's going back and forth. This old man, and then we're gonna stare down all the young guys, like, does this creep you out yet? <laughs> Oh man, that's the dream. That's the dream. I want to. I want to live that life where I just don't care. Yeah. If you're gonna be an asshole, why even? We should just push you out on an iceberg and get you get rid of you. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like if you're old and miserable, you know what? Let's just let's put an end to that. <laughs> if you're an old <laughs> asshole. Just ship you out on an iceberg with like a little cooler of of
1: beers and let polar bears take you. I feel like we need to know their story. I think we have I, to we just like have a movie. Where it starts out and it's just some old asshole guy, but then it's one of those callbacks and it just like plays his whole backstory leading up yeah, to but that. Then we're little-
0: going to find out the sad stuff like he he was married to a beautiful woman and then she she died and he never got over it. And then his kids turned out to be secret Nazi agents <laughs> and like, you know, his, his life just. Turned out terrible, and then his boss, Chip's dad, <laughs> uh, stole all his money. Like, we, then I will have to sympathize with him and be like, "All right,
1: you're kind of an asshole, but your life sucked, so I, I understand." But then it leads up to that moment, and then he like changes, and that's how the movie ends. And then a meteor hits the Earth, and then yeah, it's and M Night Shyamalan, and he's like, "Ah."
0: Got the other day I had, <laughs> the other day I had this conversation. Oh, speaking of M Night Shyamalan, oh my god, okay. On the plane, I was going to talk about Meteor. I'll let you decide where I go. My brain just <laughs> went on overload. All right. Either we go down Meteor Path or we go down M. Night Shyamalan. I'll let you
1: decide. All right. How could I pass up M. Night Shyamalan?
0: Okay. So the other day I saw uh, Split. Is that the name of the movie?
1: Split?
0: The Split personality guy? The the He has 23 personalities or some crazy shit like that? Split
1: movie. Oh, I haven't even seen this.
0: It's uh it's the guy who plays the new Professor X, James McAvoy. Uh. Oh. And basically it is a not terrific movie with an incredible performance by James McAvoy. Incredible. He's really, really good. It's super great. I'm gonna spoil it okay. right now. If you wanna know the spoil, or if you've seen the movie, keep listening. If you don't, fast forward a minute. The end of that movie, I'm not gonna spoil what happens with the main story, but the end of that movie, after the credits, they have a post credit scene. Where straight up, they make it part of the timeline from Unbreakable. Like Bruce Willis shows up and he's like, Yeah, I remember that other guy who was in the other movie and the guy in the wheelchair, and I beat that guy. And he's like, I guess I'm gonna have to go hunt down this guy too. And he makes it like the sequel to Unbreakable? He, he, M. Night Shyamalan, M. Night Shyamalan to movie to make it a sequel. What? The it, sh- I was like, What? <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. Which to me, even though. I love Unbreakable, and I think James McAvoy is really good in this movie. I'm, but like the movie's merely okay. I really am excited to see a third movie, which is Bruce Willis fighting James McAvoy's many personalities.
1: Oh shit, that'd be a great movie. I'd watch that. Right, that makes me so.
0: Yeah, you got. You have to watch it. It's actually it's pretty entertaining. Uh, I I will say that. All right. I mean, what was the last movie he made? He's made a few where he's hidden the fact that he's made them. Hold on.
1: Let's look this up. Yeah. All right. I- what is... What? IMDB will have it. Oh, yeah. Here it is. Uh, oh, he's making a movie called Glass.
0: Maybe. Oh, shit. It's about... um, It's about Mr. Glass, I think. So Mr. Glass, I believe, is the name of the... James McAvoy's in it. Oh. Yo, Bruce Willis is in it. See, Samuel Jackson's back as Mr. Glass. What? That is the third one.
1: <laughs> oh what? shit! I'm so
0: excited.
1: Oh my god.
0: It's ev- Sarah Paulson's in it. Get out of town. It's everything I wanted. <laughs> Seriously, that is incredible to me. Oh, me. that for the first time in a long time, I've given a shit about an M Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> Yeah, he made Wayward Pines, which I never watched any of because I didn't yeah. care. I hear it was a show about werewolves. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the Visit, don't know anything about that. After Earth, gross. <laughs> Devil, uh, that's the one that they advertise as anything but being connected to him. The Last <laughs> oh Airbender, God. which After was a travesty. Earth. That was that
1: one with what's his Jaden Smith in it.
0: Yes. Lady in the Water was terrible. The Village was meh. Uh, Signs was entertaining, but still bad. Yeah. Yeah, Unbreakable was... Just like a phenomenal movie that no one saw. It was really good. Sixth Sense, I think the reason why Unbreakable was overshadowed is because everyone was like hype on Sixth Sense at the time.
1: Yeah, everyone's like, oh shit, Sixth Sense. Uh Oh,
0: The (laughs) Happening was the one with the uh, plants like killed people.
1: Oh yeah, I remember (laughs) that. What a
0: terrible movie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's the plants, man.
0: Yeah they had to outrun Paul in this scene They're like running from nothing like oh, You gotta run
1: Oh, And the stars of the movie are Mark Wahlberg Zoe Deschanel and John Leguizamo (laughs) Terrible It just sounds like a kids movie Mark Wahlberg Zoe Deschanel and John Leguizamo
0: What is labor of Is a movie labor of love A widower embarks on a cross country trip to On foot to prove his love For his late wife Yeah but like she's dead so what the hell Does it matter now <laughs> like, I just wanted to know how much I love her. Yeah, but it's too late. You should have done that before.
1: Wait, did you ever see that movie uh 10 Cloverfield Lane?
0: I did. I love that movie, except for the very, very end. Me too. I thought that movie was super, super good. I love that they kind of put it in the world of Cloverfield, mm-hmm. but it wasn't connected at all. And I was like really excited, like, awesome. I love this. This is like such a cool premise that they're trapped underground. And you don't know what's real. And John Goodman killed it. Mm-hmm. He was so good. And then the ending was just ridiculous.
1: Yeah. It's the last an five minutes was ridiculous. Ending.
0: Oh, yeah. I definitely realized that in making a movie like that, either you end it without really answering anything or you end it the way they did. Yeah. And it's like, ugh, all right, I forgive you. It doesn't mean I have to like it, though.
1: Yeah. I, I yeah. would have rather they just, like, she just drove off. That's it.
0: Yeah, if anything, the way I would have ended it is she drives off and then maybe in the distance there's like crazy lights and weird stuff. And it's yeah. like, <gasps> it, it, make it a little more like the ending of Inception where it could go either way. Yeah. Like that kind of thing, yeah. which I'm sure pisses people off anyway. But mm. still, it's better than them literally being like, oh, no, it's exactly what you think it is. and
1: like, <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. my God. <laughs> like the most exciting part was just her escaping. Like yeah. it was more her escaping, about her, her finding than the actual, yeah, her finding outside. the backstory stuff, mm-hmm.
0: you know, John Goodman's family, mm-hmm. that, that subplot. Like uh, it was really, it was really cool. I loved the tension of just three people stuck in a bunker.
1: Yeah. I love that too. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, what was... I saw
0: a lot of movies on the plane this past week. I saw Kong, which uh or skull Island, super entertaining, not a terrific movie, but super entertaining. Hmm. I watched Boss Baby. Boss Frendor. Baby. I watched Boss Baby. I'm gonna let boss you know. Boss Baby. Boss Baby, I thought it was gonna be dumb, but I ran out of movies. Right. It's not dumb. It's actually pretty entertaining. Huh. They're- and here's the here's the here's the thing. It's the reason why the boss baby talks and stuff is because the boss because the kid at the beginning of the movie it sets up the fact that the kid has an overactive imagination. And this baby bosses his family around, so he's like, Oh, it's the boss baby. Ah. so it's not like insane. <laughs> it's just a cute, crazy <laughs>
1: imagination. It reminds me of like uh, when I watched Paddington. I was like, yes, yeah, so I'll just watch this. And I was like, I love this movie. Right? Yeah.
0: I'm not saying it's a movie I'd recommend, but if you like have to watch a movie, you'll be you'll be like, all right, that wasn't too terrible. Yeah. I watched Blade Runner again because I want to get ready for the new Blade Runner, and I'm really excited. Oh yeah. Old Blade Runner still a good movie, still pretty cool.
1: Do you know it's closing up soon. What Maze Runner? Oh my God! It's Maze Runner. finally is it, almost coming back. What is the? When's the next one come out? I think it's January.
0: Maze Runner Three. Oh my God! The Death Cure.
1: Yeah, January twelfth is projected. We're finally almost there. Oh my God! I'm so excited. The last one was 2015. It's already been two years. The one girl, the the woman in
0: that. Movie series was in like Pirates of the Caribbean and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She's actually blowing up. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, everyone else, what has Dylan O'Brien done? Dylan, Dylan O'Brien. O'Brien, you played Thomas. What have
1: you done? Isn't he the one that got in the accident that delayed it all?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he's, it. there's an article that just popped up that says two days ago, his accident helped him prepare for American Assassin. Oh, my God. He's in a movie called America American Sa- Assassin. Make Maze Runner. Don't make American Assassin. They're both in post-production, but American Assassin comes out first, and he plays a guy named Mitch Rapp.
1: <laughs> Mitch Rapp. Mitch Rapp. <laughs> terrible Mitch terrible name. That is terrible. It doesn't even flow. Mitch Rapp. The plot of this movie is a story centered on counterterrorism
0: agent Mitch Rapp. That's it. That's all we got. Ooh, but Michael Keaton's in it, and Michael Keaton's great. Michael Ke- oh, speaking yeah, of which, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton was fantastic in the new Spider-Man movie.
1: Oh, I haven't seen that yet either. I wanted to see uh, that.
0: It's kind of like a high school movie more than it is a uh, Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Huh. But it's, I think it's pretty cool. I think
1: Michael Keaton's character is great. He actually plays like a really cool villain. Yeah, Michael Keaton did Birdman, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keaton's,
0: Michael Keaton is a low-key fantastic actor who, after being typecast as Batman and then not really doing much after that... <laughs> yeah. Uh, was like had to do some really shitty movies, like the one where he became a snowman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what?
0: Yeah, Jack Frost. Is that the name of that oh, movie? Yeah, Jack Frost. What a terrible, terrible movie.
1: Yeah, I forgot about yeah, that he, movie. Like
0: he had to do shitty movies like that because he was cast as a superhero and then they didn't want him for superhero movies anymore. <laughs> Jack,
1: Jack Frost. Like the cover is just like him warping with the snowman. It looks like a <laughs> shitty <laughs> meme. <laughs> but it's from nineteen ninety-eight.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I feel bad for him. What did he do? What did he do? Michael Keaton, what did you do after 1998, if anything? 19. Yeah, he had a huge career in the 90s. Mm -hmm. And then 1998, Jack Frost. And he didn't do anything for two years until he came back as Peter Cameron and a shot at glory, whatever the hell that is. (laughs) And then he did a guest star on The Simpsons and a guest star on Frasier and then a TV movie (laughs) and then a movie called Quicksand, which no one has seen. Then a guest star on Gary the Rat and King of the Hill. He was President McKenzie in First Daughter. Right. Fuck me. First, First daughter. daughter. A vehicle for uh, Katie Holmes after that terrible TV show she was on. <laughs> and then he was in White Noise about ghost hunting, which was not a great movie. And then he was in a Herbie Fully Loaded. Oh, my <laughs> God. Another, another thing. That was Lindsay Lohan's vehicle. And then he was in the movie Cars. And then he did Voices for the Cars video game. Oh, oh, what happened to you? And then he did Voices for Toy Story and Cars-O-Rama, a video game. He was in a TV show called The Company for a little bit. It was a miniseries. He was in an episode of Tenacious D. He was on a few episodes of 30 Rock. Uh, Oh, my God. He was in Call of Duty Black Hops. He was in a thing called Penthouse North. What the hell? Penthouse I hope that's porn. North. It's not. It is a <laughs> made-in-China movie. Right. He was in Need for Speed, and then finally he did Birdman, and Birdman blew up, and then after that, he was the founder. He was Ray Kroc in The Founder, which mm-hmm. was a great movie, and then uh, he was in Minions, which I think is even funnier. <laughs> Gotta love Minions, no doubt. And then he was in Spider-Man Homecoming. For a brief moment... I feel like he had a comeback going and now he's an American assassin. And I don't know. I think it's downhill from here.
1: Did you ever see the Minions movie?
0: Here's the thing. The Minions movie, the first like 10 or so minutes I really enjoyed. Right. The rest of it is kind of terrible. John Hamm is hilarious in anything he does, but the rest of it's like meh.
1: However. Well, are you talking about Despicable Me or the Minions movie?
0: I'm talking about the Minions movie. Okay,
1: just, just clarifying it there. The
0: first like 10 or so minutes of the Minions movie is Minions through history. Yeah. And that's super funny and kind of silly. Mm-hmm. And all they want is a master <laughs> and, and they keep killing their masters and it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. The rest of the movie is like Despicable Me, where I'm just like, I can't, I can't do this right now. <laughs>
1: yeah. So when we watched it a few weeks ago, because G Mart was visiting and we tried watching well, it course. on New Year's. And we made it about 15 minutes in and then we were like, we can't do this anymore. But then we were like, we have to watch it. So we powered through and it was not good. It's not a good movie, but it's it's
0: definitely the Minions. I feel like they are the Jar Jar Binks of of the modern (laughs) age. They are. Like but if you're really a little popular. kid, you think it's the funniest. Yeah. If you're a little kid, you think it's the funniest shit in the world. Yeah. If you're an adult, you're like, if I hear them say Baba Ganana banana <laughs> one more goddamn
1: time, I'm going to burn this whole thing down. But then they'll become your minions because you're evil. Yeah. Yeah. Then they'll yeah, but that'll kill me in some terrible way. <laughs> the plot didn't make any sense. The Queen of England had her crown stolen by the minions, and so they became the Queen but I was like, that doesn't make any sense. They'd just be like, these shit minions stole the crown. Give it back. Or put First all, I think it was
0: Bob who became the yeah, queen. Bob, I don't know.
1: It was Bob became the queen. And then yeah, of course. he gave the, the crown to the one lady who was evil. But then, was she evil? You mean she Scarlet
0: was... Overkill? Don't ask why I know all these names. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've seen the movie. I don't even know. Was, I kept being like, "There's, there's flaws in this logic going on here," but then I was like, "Oh yeah, it's minions." But that doesn't mean there's got to be flaws they, in the they logic. They went
0: to like villain con. The beginning yeah. of the movie is them going to a convention for villains. Yeah, I like. I that feel part, like it though. doesn't need to make. Here's the thing: there's some stuff in there that's not terrible. Yeah. Like it's it's there's some genuinely really funny stuff, but most of it you realize at the end of the day is for like eight year olds. <laughs> You're like, ah, yeah,
1: They're like ah. this is why I hate this. There's so many things where I remember watching it when I was like eight and then I try watching it again and I'm like, wow, I can't believe I watch this like every day as a kid. But I think there's some logic behind that. I was watching uh, this one writer guy talk about the reason kids can rewatch things so many times. And he said, when you get older, you've already learned like so many tropes. You've like learned how things go. And so you're like, all right, I know how this is gonna end. I know blah, blah blah. But when you're a kid, you're like, wow, that was crazy. I wanna see it again and see if like the same things happen or is something gonna change because you're like, you're just a dumb kid, you don't know. And so you just like keep watching it and then you slowly learn like the tropes of things, and then it's just I don't know, I never thought of it that way.
0: While we're on IMDB, I need you this week. Okay. To finally watch the movie The Great Wall. Oh yeah, I forgot about. we talked about this wall. before. You need to watch it because since I'm on IMDb, I know that there are reviews on here, and all the reviews for this movie universally panned as being terrible. When you watch it, you're going to be like, what the f- What am I watching? <laughs> right. But on IMDb, for some reason, all the reviews are amazing. People love it on here, and I just want to mm-hmm. read you one of them just to hype you up. All right. To make you go see this movie. Okay. So then you can come back and we can not only talk about it, but also read some of the reviews because they're amazing. Here we <laughs> all go. All right. There are many legends about the Great Wall. This is one of them. I just saw it in Romania in a good 3D cinema. The movie tells a legend. It tells it so beautifully. The cinematography is breathtaking. And for the duration, I was more than a movie spectator. I felt that I was part of the legend, a character from that story, presented among the troops defending the wall. If a movie succeeds in delivering such an experience, the rest is not important anymore. In this point, I don't care about plot holes or historical inaccuracies because I came to cinema to see fantasy, a Chinese legend with monsters and heroes. And there I was in a war story in a different world filled with amazing elements of the old Chinese culture surrounded by exceptional warriors, beautiful landscapes and bloodthirsty monsters. I am very saddened to see the negative, the negativity among critics and public surrounding this movie. Complaining about historical inaccuracies or being racist or a mix of races is, is also misplaced. I hope people will go see and ignore the bad criticism and prejudices about it. That's the setup for the movie you're about to watch. What
1: the sh- Alright,
0: alright. Even the good reviews have to defend everything about this movie. <laughs> like, uh, just because there's plot holes and historical inaccuracies and it could be possibly racist- Oh, ignore all that. Ignore all that and just go into this movie and be taken away to a different world and be a part of the movie.
1: What's your rating of this movie before I see it?
0: Uh, my review of this movie is a solid like Nick Cage out of 10. All right. It is, right. It is a very it, Nick Cage should have been in this movie. If you just replace Matt Damon with Nick Cage, it's a Nick Cage movie.
1: Okay. I'm in. It is. I'm enjoying It, it, it. is
0: not good, <laughs> but it's. Again, I want to, I want I want to stress <laughs> <laughs> when we saw this movie in the theater. Everyone after it was over was oh, like, yeah, "Oh yeah, the my guy in God, God. thought was Matt Damon." One guy stood up and just <laughs> <laughs> like he was <laughs> drunk the entire time. He came in an hour late and he stood up and just applauded. And we were convinced it was
1: Matt Damon <laughs> in makeup. Cause I remember we talked about it then, but literally I don't remember anything you said about the movie. I just remember you talking about that guy. I can't even begin to
0: describe how terrible this movie is. By the way. And it's super funny. It's like... Is it on Netflix now it, or is it like... I don't know. I just want you to know, this movie cost $150 million to make. Oh when you God. watch it, you tell me where did that money go?
1: <laughs> All
0: right. $150 million. <laughs> well,
1: I think it's it is crazy. on Netflix.
0: Sweet. My favorite part is Willem Dafoe is in this movie. Of course he is. And he is as crazy as you would imagine. Also, oh, I've totally forgot. The movie is Matt Damon, Willem Dafoe, and Pedro Pascal, the the guy from Game of Thrones. Straight up, an inc- incredible, uh, like Western famous actors, and then some like really amazing actors from China as well. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know what to tell you. It's it's a giant. It is basically. An $150 million Sharknado. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. All right. I, all right. You've sold me. I think me. people who were like, they're whitewashing this movie and, and making it about this white guy who saves China. That's not at all it. Like, those people haven't seen the movie. Mm-hmm. It's Clearly, the Chinese characters who are saving it, Matt Damon's character, like, witnesses all this, mm-hmm. and he's a part of it. But, like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the problem. The problem <laughs> is this movie's terrible.
1: <laughs> all right. Perfect. Yeah. By the way, it's
0: it's that kind of film.
1: I uh, he brought up Nicolas Cage, so I had to look up Nicolas Cage and of course, what he was is, doing. Are more new movies coming out? Of course, he has. Of course, <laughs> Red Squad, Mom and Dad, Looking Glass, on, Number Two Eleven, The Humanity Bureau, and Mandy.
0: What is the the Humanity Bureau? What the. What is that? A
1: dystopian thriller set in the year 2030 that sees the world in a permanent state of economic recession and facing serious environmental problems as a result of global warming. The images for this movie are hilarious. <laughs> they are. I <laughs> see him on the log with the kid.
0: <laughs> is the. That a the truck? <laughs> climate change sci fi, the Humanity Bureau. In this image, it's Nick Cage photoshopped with hair. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I can't even. All right. I need you right now to go to Google. (laughs) All right. Look up humanity Bureau. Okay. And then over on the side, there should be a image. There should just be a bunch of images, right? On the side. Yeah. Click the one that looks like it's all green screen photoshopped together with a fire in the background. Is it the
1: like movie cover one?
0: Oh my God. Speaking of which the humanity Bureau on October 29th, 2016 at the, uh, Oliver Elementary School Gymnasium had an extra casting call. We could have been in a movie <laughs> oh had we god. known. We
1: could have been oh in a movie god. with Nick Cage.
0: Anyway, the point I'm trying to make oh, with I these images, it. if you click that image, look at his hairline there, and then look at every other image on the image search.
1: <laughs> oh my god, you're right.
0: They just like, straight up photoshopped another person's head on his.
1: <laughs> yeah, all the other ones, <laughs> he's like, he has no hair, and then that one, he's just, they photoshopped it to look very, very neat. Like, he just used a bunch of products on Harry. doesn't even I can't
0: have. even, it's incredible. It's <laughs> incredible. Also, the more I look at old Nick Cage, mm-hmm. the more he kind of looks like Tom Hiddleston. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, like old, younger Nicholas Cage has that look. Which I think to me means, Tom Hiddleston,
1: your career is going to be amazing. <laughs> oh my god. I can't wait to see what you do 20 years from now. I clicked on Looking Glass. A couple by a desert motel where they find that strange, mysterious event events occur. That sounds like it's going to be good. Nicholas Cage in a desert motel with strange, mysterious events occur. What does
0: that, that even mean?
1: <laughs> I don't know, but I want to see it.
0: Uh, Looking glass here. What about Red Squad? What is that about? What is Mandy? A DA dispatches a team of mercenaries to take down a Mexican drug cartel. <laughs> Oh, my God. Starring Nicholas Cage, Brian Presley, whoever the hell that is, and Patrice Coles. Never heard of any of these people. No, nope. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in.
1: You don't need to know anyone else in the Nick Cage movie. Just Nick Cage. Mandy. Wait, Mandy what? is set in the primal wilderness of 1983, where Red Miller, a broken and haunted man, hunts an unhinged religious sect who slaughtered the love of his life.
0: This one, 2-1-1. Two, uh, two one one. Bank heist movie in the vein of End of Watch meets Black Hawk Down. What the what? hell is that going to be? <laughs> i like to think they don't mean shot in real time, but instead mean helicopters. A bank heist yeah. with helicopters. It's got to be. Yeah, that's clearly what they mean. <laughs> oh my Again, god! Again, a bunch of people I've never heard of before. And then Nick Cage. Michael Rainey Jr. Michael Rainey Jr., what have you done? He was in the TV show Power. Ah, Orange is the New Black. All right. I guess these guys are like actor
1: actors. Yeah.
0: When does the movie come out where it's just Nick Cage and like me?
1: Nick Cage and me?
0: Someone with zero acting, like uh. good acting experience. <laughs> um, Nick Cage, the YouTube show. My God, would that be amazing?
1: I would love that. He's got to get I would love that. He's got to do that at some point. I mean, he's like, he went broke, right? He's got to do anything.
0: I, I imagine we could make that happen.
1: Yeah. How
0: much do you think they pay him? That's a good question. What can we look that up? Nick Cage Cage, average salary. It wanted to take me to Nick Cage age, but I literally don't care.
1: (laughs) How Nicholas Cage Nick
0: Cage's net worth is $18 million, which is fine, but that's not what I'm asking.
1: (laughs) Wait, I'm curious remember. His
0: earning from Knight Rider Spirit of Vengeance in 2012 was seven million dollars. <laughs> in 2013, he made one million off of the Crudes.
1: Oh uh, yeah, the Crudes.
0: That's the last time they
1: show his actual salary. How Nicholas Cage wildly spent a $150 million fortune. Think your money troubles are bad. Try blowing through $150 million, going broke, then owing the IRS 13 million. We're talking about oh Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Oh, my I God. I just
0: <laughs> want to know. Uh, acting <laughs> credits. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Whoa, most of those movies we've been talking about exist already. Really? So, like, the the uh, Inconceivable... Or, oh, never mind. The only one listed there is the Humanity Bureau, but that one hasn't come out yet. His movie Inconceivable made $71,000 at the box office. <laughs> <laughs> Army of One made fifty four thousand. Dog Eat Dog fifty two thousand. Snowden made thirty four thousand right. or thirty four million. Oh, where's one of the movies we've seen?
1: The ones that we like. Oh yeah. What was Stolen
0: that? made seventeen million. Okay. Um, what was that one Drive Angry? Was that it? Was forty one million National Treasure Three never came out.
1: Damn. Season of, season of the Witch made ninety one million. What was that one we watched where he was like killing the people to avenge that? Yeah. What was I can't that? See
0: that. Maybe because it didn't come out in theaters, maybe because that was only in on DVD.
1: Oh uh, yeah, maybe. Or Blu
0: ray or whatever the hell the kids watch now. Yeah. What is was what, what was his best? What was his best one? Here's the thing you can't hate Nick Cage. Worldwide, as a leading actor, he's made four billion dollars. Oh my god. Yeah,
1: That's oh, it was bad.
0: rage, rage. I don't see it. Rage. As a producer, uh, he's made ninety-eight million dollars, or helped create ninety-eight million dollars. Shit, dude. Damn. He look, not bad, Nick.
1: Not bad. Rage made an estimated twenty-one million at the box office.
0: That's for a movie like that. That is. <laughs> I mean, they probably paid him like
1: millions, and then they only. Got, like, <laughs>
0: We are operating at a loss. We had to get (laughs) Nick Cage in this movie, and now we're just losing everything.
1: Can I just read you off the things that he bought to go bankrupt? Please do. Number one, dinosaur skulls. Uh, I believe that is something that
0: he beat Leonardo DiCaprio DiCaprio out for. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio... Uh, wanted to buy them at auction and Nick
1: Cage bought them instead. A self-proclaimed history buff, Cage allegedly outbid Leonardo DiCaprio for a 67 year old Tarbosaurus skull valued at over 300000 He also apparently of had other dinosaur skulls. Of course he did. <laughs> he bought My Nick Cage would have nothing but dinosaur skulls. Uh, His,
0: <laughs> he would have a throne of skulls that he would sit upon.
1: Oh my god. He bought two albino king cobras. Of course. Someone said allegedly Cage used the cobras for protection. Some others say he used them for sexual (laughs) activities. Whoa. (laughs) I don't know.
0: Either way, that's incredible. (laughs) Either way, he trained two cobras to either bang or protect him like guard dogs. Either
1: way, that's incredible. Either way, I'm impressed. He bought two Bahamian islands. Sure, he owns islands? A 40-acre, 7 million island south of Nassau for private use.
0: The man has a private (laughs) island. He is cloning himself on that
1: island? (laughs) He purchased a rare $450,000 Lamborghini Miura SVJ. Yep, of course he did. A bunch of exotic cars and motorcycles. Luxury yachts. He bought a yacht in... Uh, it costs twenty million and has twelve master Jesus. bedrooms. Why, Nick? Why he bought a haunted house
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> for three and a half million? I don't going to ask million. why on that one. I'm not even <laughs> going to ask why on that. I get that it belonged to sociolite serial killer Madame Lalaurie. Of course it did. Of <laughs> course it did. He shrunken pygmy heads. He has a collection of them. <laughs> A collection of shrunken <laughs> pygmy heads.
0: <laughs> I like to think he puts them right next to the dinosaur skulls and makes them like talk to each other. He's like, what? it's the end of Jurassic World all over again, but with pygmy skulls and dinosaur skulls.
1: <laughs> he bought a pyramid tombstone in New Orleans. Right, that makes sense for when yep. he dies. I mm-hmm. get it. Uh, the first Superman comic. Because he's a crazy man who wanted to be Superman. I get that yep. too. He bought a crocodile. Uh, to keep the cobra's company a shark to keep the crocodile company an octopus all that makes sense to keep the shark company (laughs) uh, a private Gulfstream jet
0: to ship around the octopus crocodile, (laughs) shark, and cobras
1: 15 estate homes around the world
0: you know what? if you're gonna travel you might as
1: well have 15 homes two European castles god damn it (laughs) rare art Uh, he has almost a 50 extremely expensive works of art high-end jewelry
0: you know what we can never shit on nick cage again he's living the best life he's living the best i would i would kill one or two people to make this life happen for me
1: i know this is crazy he lives better than like he's gotta live better than even athletes just like everyone that's because they're busy working nick cage just travels around in his yacht plane with his shark pal
0: (laughs) And they wear dino skulls and fight off, I don't know, sea monsters on his private island. Shit. Maybe and he goes back he, uh, to his haunted house
1: and beats ghosts. Maybe he does have the Declaration of Independence. It's quite possible <laughs> he found the treasure. <laughs>
0: National treasure was, was less a movie and more of like True story. an autobiographical journey. Yeah, he, he let everyone know what happened.
1: Shit, dude. Um, makes
0: perfect sense to me. Wow. There you go, Nick Cage. (laughs) Nick Cage, everybody. I don't know how we got on that. I don't either. Well, I guess that means we can jump to the chop, 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 sky (laughs) chop, Yep. How's
1: that traffic out there? Hey guys, welcome to the chop cap. We got a strong showing up here today. Uh, It looks like the strongest storm on earth this year may soon pose threat. This is Super Typhoon Noru, uh, and it may eventually impact land in Japan. So right now... We are flying over the Superstorm. Luckily, the, the new and improved Chop Cop can handle intense Superstorms, so no big deal here. But it only will let me fly above it for about 15 more minutes, so we're going to have to get out of here. Um, but, I mean, aside from that, the traffic back home, looking pretty good aside from that one street that you always go to work on in which, you know, that's closed. So take a different road. Take some, go watch, look at some scenery. All right, go see some scenery for once in your life. Stop going down the same path. Thank you.
0: Thanks, Grendor. Now let's go over to Crendor at the weather desk. Crendor, how's that weather? Weather besides the typhoon. <laughs>
1: besides the typhoon. Oh no, Whoppy. Whoppy activate it. Seven, four, five, three, six. Clayton, Oklahoma, seventy-nine degrees. Clear. Feels like eighty-two degrees. UV index zero tonight. 66 degrees Fahrenheit. Monday, 89 degrees Fahrenheit. Monday night, 71 degrees. Low Tuesday. High 81 degrees. 60% chance thunderstorm. Wind east one mile per hour. Humidity 77% humid. That's whoppy. All right. (laughs) And now for the sports desk. Sports. What up? We're back at the sports desk. We got some big time news uh, coming in from sports. Baseball still going on. Uh, it's going to be going on for a few more months at this point, but they're doing a lot of trade deadline stuff. Also, NFL's about to start. Get ready, folks. Do you like watching football in uh, Los Angeles? No? Well, you got two teams now. Uh, the Chargers now are there. So
0: In LA? Oh, yep. boy.
1: They got the Los Angeles Chargers and the Los Angeles Rams, and they're going to play at the same stadium because their stadiums they wanted to build aren't going to be ready until like 2019. <laughs> so uh, great! I mean, that's what we need—is more
0: terrible traffic downtown. I am so
1: yep. excited. Nobody knows why they wanted to go there, but uh, you got two teams now. Yeah, great, cool. Also, Ravens pass. Did, oh. we, get
0: the, did we get the Olympics too? Is that a thing? I heard.
1: I don't know. Did you is LA LA's bidding for the m Do we lose. I hope so. Let's see. Olympics deal that would designate LA as host of 2028 Olympics is very very close says Mayor.
0: Uh what if we don't do that? Here's here's my hope. World ends before 2028.
1: Listen, at this rate it is That's we,
0: we got we got what? 11 years? I think we can make that yeah, happen. 11 years. I believe in you world. We can end ourselves <laughs> before 2028.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, uh, aside from the world ending, uh, the Ravens mm-hmm. considered trying out RG3 and uh, uh, boop, boop, boop. then they passed on trying out RG3. So <laughs> uh, apparently RG3 not having the greatest offseason. He may be done because he's not very good. There was a dream. We had a dream. Yeah, I believe that he just needs to become RG4. Just chop off your arm. Put on the robot one. Mm-hmm. Go to work. RG4 activate. RG4 activated. Wait would even... be?
0: he He'd be unkillable.
1: He his would be.
0: Arm would, his arm would just turn into a buzzsaw and hack down other <laughs> players.
1: It's all right.
0: Friend and foe alike. He's like, and hey, RG4 scores another touchdown. <laughs> it's just a buzzsaw. The guys are just all cut in half behind him.
1: Listen, we've talked about this before, but I think. Going the way of the robots and the steroids in the NFL is the way to go.
0: Only I want giant mutants and robots <laughs> fighting each other for our entertainment. There is nothing wrong with that. Yeah,
1: you either you have to choose one. You either go the roid path and become a mutant, or you get robot stuff.
0: I feel like it's easier if we don't let them choose and we just recruit criminals. <laughs> if right. movies have taught me anything, recruiting people from the criminal justice system can only lead to happiness <laughs> and not to them revolting against us. Yeah. I feel like it's a good strategy <laughs> if we just start once you're in prison, rather than giving you parole, we give you the chance to get out if you join our league. I like it. And if you win enough, you get out. It's you know, it worked in Running Man, it'll work here.
1: <laughs> and then They can have a tracker thing on them so that if they cause any trouble, they get sent right back to the league. Oh, no, their heads explode.
0: No, No, yeah, Sent back. No, 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 no. (laughs) Sent back. You're so
1: innocent. No, their heads explode. Their heads blow right off. Well, it depends on how good they were. If they were a star in the league, you could have them go back. And then their head explodes after they win the Super Bowl.
0: Why do I feel like in this scenario, I'm the evil corporate guy and you're like the guy... (laughs) we won at the end of the Super Bowl they all explode everyone (laughs) no matter who they all explode
1: you can vote to see who gets saved
0: I feel like I feel like I'm the evil corporate guy, and you're like the guy in charge of the league, and you're like, well, we can just put him back in, sir. I'm like, no. Make their heads explode with the confetti, and you're like, but sir, that would take ratings for a dive. I'm like, I don't care. We have to teach Arnold Schwarzenegger characters a lesson.
1: And I'd be like, well, I have been working on my new head exploder thing, so I mean sure.
0: <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> now, now come here, 1980s attractive model, and rub on me while I drink of this Tea or whatever the hell I'm drinking.
1: You get the uh, the Japanese soap girls.
0: <laughs> that is my dream. <laughs> Have I ever told you that's my dream? It's just to go to Japan. <laughs> I want to reiterate: if anyone can make that happen, sign me up for Soap Girls.
1: Yeah, you know there's some crazy stuff in Soap Land.
0: Oh, that's my dream. That's my um, dream.
1: That's sports. All right. <laughs> and what is our big news story of the day? Big news story of the day. There's some interesting things. Let's see. We got Mexican village celebrates mushroom with image of Jesus on it. Of course. Of course. (laughs) California community worried that, quote, chupacabras are stalking their pets. (laughs) It's getting better. It's getting better. That's straight out of like coast to coast AM. Outback Steakhouse at center of bizarre conspiracy theory.
0: I saw that on Twitter. Apparently people are like connecting the dots between out, out, Outback Steakhouses and communities and they all make pentagrams.
1: Yeah. I think they're just strategically placed so that they can, you know, get the best revenue from the suburbs, but also worshiping Satan.
0: And Satan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: of course. Uh, no doubter. Woman calls 911 with boa constrictor wrapped around her neck.
0: Yeah. It bit her face or some shit. Like someone oh, had to cut off bo- like a head. <laughs> yeah. I saw that article too.
1: Huh man brings suspiciously chill peacock on subway
0: (laughs) i like it they're just like that peacock was suspiciously chill
1: normally what is that peacock
0: up to yeah (laughs) what is he doing something's not right with that peacock he's suspicious
1: a clown with one arm wielding machete arrested after terrorizing town
0: uh, of course. <laughs> I kind I mean, of know have back story You have to arrest one. him. He's a clown.
1: Yeah. The DC Cause creepy clown. No, no, no. I got to read the clown. I'm too All curious. All right, go for it. Clown yeah. Taking machete arrested after terrorizing town. A report of gar- a garish clown brandishing a machete was no laughing matter to police in maine who took a 31 year old man into custody for frightening residents in a small rural community the Can ins- I ask you your question okay
0: do you think the author when he wrote this piece was drinking heavily and sighing the entire time when he was like arrested a clown it was no laughing matter and like, and he like took a drink and like put it down and he's like one of these days he looks over at the pistol next to him and he's like one of these days <laughs>
1: But he makes a pun about the pistol. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's like, I don't know. I don't know what I don't even know what, even know what the pun would be.
1: <laughs> I don't know either. I'm not clever enough to think that up. The incident began Tuesday evening when a concerned citizen called police and said a man dressed as a clown and armed with a machete was milling about near a Hollis convenience store. When straight, state police troopers arrived at the scene, witnesses told them the man had fled into the woods. Roughly an hour later, they patrolled a nearby water borough and spotted him exiting a wooded area. According to police, he was Corey Barry of Hollis, wearing a black hooded sweatshirt and a clown mask. A machete was duct taped to his amputated arm. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was uh, intoxicated. Questioned of course, says he would be. Barry said he was clowning around. trying to play now that
0: guy gets puns that guy is way more witty than we will
1: ever be he is trying to play a prank that copied the creepy clown sightings that garnered media attention in recent years whether he meant to do anything or not it's pretty scary they told the television station state police also failed to find humor in the creepy clown gag and charged Barry with criminal threatening criminal threatening he was released Damn. from York County Jail after a two hundred dollar bond. <laughs> Don't threaten people; that's criminal. This <laughs> is clowning around. It's just a prank, bro. It's <laughs> just clowning around. <laughs> I like that he probably looked at the officers with a straight face and just said, just "Clowning around." <laughs> oh my God! Look at his face. Hold on. There's a picture. He's got that. He looks. uh. <laughs> You know he was like,
0: just clowning around. He just
1: looks so nonchalantly like, just clowning around, man. What, are you, what am I supposed to do?
0: I don't even know, man. I'm just clowning around. He's clowning
1: around, dude.
0: Come on. He definitely looks like what I imagine a guy who would say, just clowning around after being caught by the police while wearing a clown mask would say.
1: That's a good story.
0: That was an excellent story.
1: Hold on. I want to see the chupacabra one as well. Okay. Take uh, us back. All right. Residents of Southern California community believe they've seen the legendary chupacabras and it's stalking the pets. <laughs> of course they believe that. Of course they believe that. Carrie Shuker told the press enterprise that he shooed away a hairless creature from near his home in Riverside. He described it as two feet longer, quote, than the biggest coyote you've ever seen and was a tail like a rat. The creature snarled back at him. It was cussing me out basically. He told the newspaper, what? I stole its breakfast. It was hunting my cat. <laughs> <laughs> <I can't even. laughs> it was
0: cussing me out basically. Basically, yes. That snarl was him going like, "You son of a bitch, I'm going to come back here and kill your whole family." <laughs>
1: The Press Enterprise quoted three residents who say they've seen the creature and worry it could kill pets or maybe even attack someone out for a stroll. But one expert said the creature is certainly not the mythical chupacabra, the goat sucker that supposedly stalks animals and drinks their blood. The International Cryptozoology Museum in Maine said it was a likely coyote with mange or a similar common animal.
0: They all say that, but we know it was the we chupacabra. Know it was the
1: chupacabra
0: known as the goat sucker.
1: <laughs> DNA <laughs> results prove these are 100% candid coyotes foxes dogs red wolves usually with mange indeed DNA what's that prove? yeah Nothing. what I mean that's
0: just science that's just but like science. what about what science can explain
1: ghosts chupacabra <laughs> ghosts
0: oh my god what chupacabra is the ghost of a coyote with mange think about that then
1: oh shit yep george Chupacabra's George, in my house. I don't know how to get rid of it.
0: George, the other day, I was out with my cat, and a chupacabra came up, and he tried to eat my cat. And I was like, not today, chupacabra. And you know what he did? He cussed me out. I'm going to eat that cat one day. And I said, not this day, chupacabra. And he was started swearing up and down at me, George. He was words I can't even
1: say I on can't the radio. I can my son said, Mom, why are you yelling at that raccoon? And I said, "Get out of here, son! That's a chupacabra." <laughs> uh,
0: and George would just be like, "And where did you see this chupacabra?"
1: Yeah, it's. Just, I just I, we've heard so many chupacabra sightings. This is just another one to add to the books. They can't all be fake. One of these has to be real. I don't know, George.
0: I feel like when you have a the radio show, where people, crazy people can call <laughs> in. Maybe all of them are fake. Maybe everyone who calls in is doing it just to get on the radio and tell a weird story. Maybe I'm going to go on a limb. They do it for fame, George.
1: They might also just be crazy.
0: That's, you know what? (laughs) I'd like to think even crazy people understand the concept of getting on the radio.
1: Mm -hmm. That's true, too. That is very true, actually. Like that guy. I I never forget that one guy called in and was like, I was captured by Bigfoot. He took me back to the cave where is a family of Bigfoot but I had my camera and they smashed it and they said you will respect our culture and there are no cameras allowed. And I was like, "What?" I like the one that was like, "I once had sex with a Bigfoot,
0: George." <laughs> he's like, "What was that like?" And he's like, "It's like nothing I've ever experienced, George." She was a tender lover. I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs>
1: I still think about her to this day. Her name was Eloise. (laughs) Kind soul.
0: (laughs) She held me close, George. She held me close, whispered in my ear. It was some gobbledygook, but it was still delicious.
1: Then I passed out. I woke up on the side of the road the next morning.
0: I was naked as the day I was born. (laughs) I flagged down a car, and he was like, what happened to you? And I said, I found a Bigfoot. And the man said did you have sex with that Bigfoot? (laughs) And I said, yeah, I did. And he's like, "Mm, Bigfoot's be sexing everyone around (laughs) these parts.
1: It's an M. Night Shyamalan movie.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, spoiler. At the end, the twist is the man driving the truck Bigfoot. (laughs) Oh, shit. He's like a werewolf. Yeah, he turns around and looks back at the camera and you're like, that's the guy. But he's
1: a werefoot.
0: Yep. We're werefeet
1: around here. (laughs) A werefeet. Oh, shit. I would see that movie. Yeah. I right, had a werewolves. Get out. We're gonna go to the werefeet. Werefeet. That is the dumbest idea for a movie.
0: <laughs> starring Nicholas Cage. Oh, as the Bigfoot. Nick Cage yeah. is the villain. A Bigfoot that sexes people up is Nick Cage.
1: I'd love to get close to you and I'd love to feel your body.
0: And starring as Eloise, <laughs> Nick Cage.
1: My name is Eloise. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would, I would give, if I had a fortune, I would give that fortune
1: you had Nick Cage's to Nick fortune.
0: Cage to get him to play the role of Eloise, the female Sasquatch, who makes love to a man she captures. I would pay all my money for that (laughs) I might never release that movie and only
1: keep it for myself (laughs) so I can show it to friends whenever they come over (laughs) and then he captures the person but they learn to love each other and then they find him in the cave and they shoot him dead and he's like no and he's like what if it was (laughs) Nick Cage playing the guy and the Sasquatch oh my god
0: some Nick Cage like had to make out with a CG version of himself, <laughs> <laughs>
1: and he's the cop that shoots the guy dead.
0: Oh my! Nick Cage is all the characters in this movie. That's it.
1: Oh my god, I love it.
0: Even background characters, we <laughs> CG, we CG him into the background, walking around as like
1: extras, it's like little kids is Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> They're like hobbits. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I believe we just created the greatest movie ever made. Hollywood. Come on. What is going on? Why will they not contact us? I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it.
1: I don't get it either.
0: All right. Well, that's it for us. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with another episode soon. And as always, Bap to be continued.